0: That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: La Luna Mescal de Michoacan is the sponsor of Agave Road Trip. If you enjoy Agave Road Trip, we think you'll enjoy some La Luna Mescal.
2: I am Lou Bank. I am Salvador Periban, nicknamed Chava Periban. And we are the
1: Agave Road Trip. This is the wrap up edition of the Agave Road Trip podcast for season one. Agave Road Trip is a podcast that engages gringo bartenders in agave spirits uh,
2: uh, education in rural Mexico. Yeah, they're already very engaged. Every time I go into a bar, yeah, that's and fair. I see bartenders dealing with Mescal. I can see a lot of appreciation for the spirit. Man, actually, those same bartenders when they're not behind the
1: bar, when they're the other side of the bar, they are extremely engaged. It's shocking to me how much they can
2: drink. I, I, we had this experience in Durango. Do you remember that our chauffeur, the guy, was driving around us, Durango, Jorge, Jorge. Loveliest human. Very in the place. sweet Amazing man. Amazing man. Horrible vehicle, great man. <laughs> he was, uh, the first day when he saw all of us, we were predominantly bartenders in, in our trip. I am not a bartender. There were predominantly bartenders. He came to me and asked me, Are they going to be okay in half an hour? I was like, Yeah, these kids can drink. They're, they're going to be fine. They in, half, were, in half an hour, like when we first started? Yeah, they were drinking. It was 8 a.m., and people were already drinking. Oh, uh, oh, 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 yeah. And he was like, will they, will they make it to noon? Like, like will they make it to 9 a.m.? <laughs> like, like, what's the deal with these kids? And then he realized they were strong and they were tough. <laughs> they're, uh, no, <laughs> they're just accustomed to a, a Takate IV drip. <laughs> but then we stopped by some gorditas yeah. and the, gordi- the, the the lady there asked him asked us like can you take chile and the chauffeur jumped in there and told her they can deal with Mescal, they can deal with Satal, <laughs> they can deal with your chile woman. <laughs> oh that's awesome. I did not realize that. <laughs> anyway, yeah like like <laughs> all I'm trying to say it's uh, and I think agave spirits in a way don't kick them that bad well uh, yeah fair enough i mean it, it's it's i
1: think it's irresponsible to say that it's okay to drink agave spirits and I, like but i get it like there's a different feeling when you drink just the neat clean agave spirits and and truthfully when i go down to mexico like for me i tend to start drinking at about 7 a.m and i tend to stop drinking at around 11 a.m or noon um and it like for me it's sort of a pick-me-up in the morning yeah because you cannot drink coffee yeah, I really can't. I well, I I can. I just I don't like the flavor. I know. I get like, it.
2: Like, I, <laughs> we, we cannot be more different, Lou. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you know, that's that is very accurate, Java. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, for me, that's uh, that's my morning. That's my morning wake up call.
2: And, you know, like, I think now we're talking about mornings. You made me wake up today very early to finish these episodes. I didn't make you. I think you're becoming an adult today, Joe. Maybe. But, you know, I I woke up being very excited because I realized we haven't spoke a lot about a lot of the stuff that we really care about. Oh, dude. Like, Like, we've we've done some episodes about the basics. We're, like, we're just laying the... The the foundation. The foundation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been thinking about that. This has been echoing in my head uh, while I'm sleeping. And something that hit me yesterday was the value of time. And I'm starting to think that maybe in some of these rural communities, part of the thing that makes them operate the way they operate
2: is time has no value. And this is when you will go to me and say, yes, Chava, episode eight. Of of season seven. Yeah, 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 no, but like it's
1: fascinating to me. I I first had this, this inkling of an idea when I was at Fortunato Hernandez's home drinking his spirits, and he's got this menu on his wall where it lists like, I don't know, I think he had eight or nine different expressions, right? His espadín, his tobalá, his madra cuiche, his pachuga He had all of them listed, right? And each one had a price next to it. And the price next to each one of those was 300 pesos a liter. Yes. Right, every single one. So the fact that your espadín takes so much less time to reach maturity than your tobalá doesn't matter to Fortunato, which makes me think that the time doesn't matter. And then, and then listening to my friend Dalton, right, from, from A Game of Latte, he did a, um, an interview with uh, my other friends at the podcast Hey, Hey, Agave. And in that, he said it was frustrating for him the first time he went to a Mescalero to buy a batch to sell for his uh, subscription program. And he asked, what's the price of one bottle? And the guy was like, uh, 400 pesos. And then he asked, okay, what if I were to buy 200 bottles? And the guy said, that would be 400 pesos per bottle. And it frustrated him because he did, like, all the time that that Mescalero is saving by selling 200 bottles to one guy, right? There should be a savings. But I I suspect
2: yeah okay
1: we're gonna go into this rabbit hole and i want to do this the oh, full sh- thing oh, no yeah, no we're on, in the rabbit and hole
2: and i have a very different perspective on this so let's do this let's go oh, into this God. rabbit hole let's, okay. do, let's go so, into this rabbit hole let's do this
1: so i i wonder if when i drive on the toll roads in mexico right i drive fast i think i'm safe but i drive very fast
2: The first half an hour I spent with you in a car, I was terrified. Then I realized you were a safe driver. Right, like like I'm watching what's going on. But I really
1: like, I don't want to waste time driving because to me, time is valuable. But if you look at the newspapers in Oaxaca every single morning, it's pictures of people who have been killed on those toll roads. Correct. Driving like maniacs. And I have this theory that... For people who grow up with the concept of Dia de los Muertos, of the concept of that death is just another stage of life and that time is infinite, That that it, it, like in my world, there's nothing more valuable than time. And I think in their world, there's all the time in the world. Okay, I'm here now. And when I die, I go to the afterlife and I'll come back and visit my family. I'll have all the time. You know, I'll have infinite time.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't want to say that's an oversimplification of it. And, of course, we're trying to do this fast and, and in a nutshell. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, I think it's it's it might be a little bit more complicated than that. Because, A, we have realized that a lot of these mescaleros are not very number-oriented. <laughs> yes, no, that's <laughs> right. That's like, like
1: uh, my head is going to the time that uh, my friend Amando said I had, to, if I was going to bury, have him bury a gallon of uh, his agave spirits underground, um, that I would have to leave it for two years. And I dropped it off in July of I wanna say twenty sixteen. And then when I visited him in December of twenty seventeen, he said, It's been two years. <laughs> and you know, I I know it's not been two years, but if he
2: says I can take it, I I'll I'll take it. So I think it's it's not so much time. I think it's the calculation, calculating everything in numbers, but it's fundamentally different. It's just the access to how, 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 you, how you count, let's say. You know, so, so I think
1: it's, a, it's an interesting theory. And I think every time the next trip that you and I take uh, through rural Mexico, visiting these men and women who make these traditional and artisanal agave spirits, I think that we should uh, ask them questions about time without being overt as to what we're getting at and get a sense of it. Like, I want to I ask Fortunato, okay, so the espadine, how long does that take to mature?
2: And it, that's 300 pesos? Great. So now your tobala, how long does that take to mature? But even more important than that is a lot of these agaves have different efficiencies. So if you In take. In terms of how a, much. Of, uh, how, how the, much bricks count, the sugar count. Exactly. Like, how much tons do I need to make? How many liters? So you take a Tepestat and you need a lot more work. Forget how long did it take to mature. You have to chop three times more. But there again, it's still time. It's still time. And and force and muscle. And it's still 300 pesos. Yeah, I I have no idea.
1: (laughs) So that's like, when we start thinking about uh, things for season
2: two, that's where my head goes. Where does your head go? Oof. And I mean, we spent countless hours talking about this. For me, I I, I think we've even got to the point where I, I claim that if we as Normal people have access to more delicious, more complex drinks in our everyday life. Probably, we can have more complex, more elaborate minds. And whoa, uh, whoa. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. suggesting that the food we eat relates to the quality, the quality of our life, the quality of our thoughts, and the quality of our life. I the think quality I, of our thoughts and the quality of our life. I think if you have drank Bacardi all your life, I mean, I know a lot of very interesting people have drank Bacardi all their lives. But I think like if that is what you like your full understanding of a spirit, then you're not going to have real interesting ideas about many other things, maybe. But I think like oh. agave spirits, due to their complexity and their strangeness, they might suggest things that you might not know and they might open your world, might God. invite you to go to world I, Mexico.
1: I, I, it feels so weird to say this to you, but that feels so classist to me. Oh, so, Lord. Yeah, oh so, Lord. so my head goes to the uh, the woman who attended my Mezcal 101 uh, session at the 2019 Tales of the Cocktail. Um at that session I poured 10 mescals and this woman, she and her husband, like that's what they do is they cocktail. He's a surgeon and she's um like a an industrial librarian, technical librarian. And um and she she's contributed a lot of money to Sacred as a result of attending that 101 session. Sacred is your NGO. I'm sorry, (laughs) (laughs) yes, Sacred is the nonprofit that I run that helps improve quality of life in the rural Mexican communities where agave spirits are made. Um, So she's made a number of donations, large donations to me, and she told me that, and she met me at that session, and she told me that her favorite spirit at that session was Zignum, was the most bland spirit that I poured I don't think this is a woman who lacks for quality in her life, um, either in terms of uh, things that she consumes, ideas that she has. So I, I, I get what you're saying, that that it could lead to that, but I think it's kind of classist. But here again, I think I think uh, this could be a good way to approach some of our future trips. I think we just don't know a lot of things, Flu.
2: I think we're uh, uh, like, 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 like I, I think we're trying to figure out a lot of things, uh, and, and I think that's why we should record more.
1: Okay, so then that's our goal. Season two uh, will resolve all questions that anybody has about the universe. Please
2: write to us. Right to <laughs> us, there you
1: go. We're gonna set up a link on the website. Write to us and let, let us know what you wanna know. And we're going to ask those questions of the men and women who make agave spirits when we travel next through rural Mexico. There's always puppies. There's always in. Palenque puppies and Mescalero Mutts. Yes. Okay. Signing out on season one. This is Lou Bank. This is Salvador Periban. And this has been
2: Agave Road Trip. Oh, hi. This has been Agave Road Trip, the podcast that helps gringo bartenders learn about agave spirits. The hosts are Lubang and Chava Periban, sound engineering by Roy Sierra, theme song performed by Gabriel Oliveira and Mark Rico. Become a road tripper and listen to more episodes at agaveroadtrip.net. Distributed by Heritage Radio Network, the best network in the world for podcasts about food, drink, and agriculture. A Gabby Road Trip is brought to you by La Luna Mezcal de Michoacán. Hey Lou, I was wondering if you ever drink Mezcal cocktails, and if you do, do you happen to know any secret obscure formula to make them truly delicious? <laughs> Why, as a matter of fact, Java, I have. I have tried the Cupriata mezcal from our friends at La
1: Luna Mezcal. Uh, so you know, it's one of it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, of the cocktail mezcals. What people call cocktail mezcal, and it's sort of a term that I think people use uh, uh, sometimes derisively. But I gotta say, I will drink neat. Mescal cupriata from La Luna. And I also enjoy it in a cocktail. And I don't tend to drink cocktails that much. Uh, it's funny, I, I had uh, my friend uh, Michael Rubel at Astereo make some uh, cocktails for me. And I asked him to try different mescals in them. And my favorite blind taste test was the one that had the La Luna Cupriata. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you.